So what did we learn? We learned the following, that there is a conversation that will take place that's already recorded in the Gemara. Which is great, huh? So we're, we can read about something that did not yet happen. And at a certain point, after the coming of Mashiach, after the patriarchs will be resuscitated, when they'll be here, Begashmias, there's going to be a certain moment, there's going to be a moment in which God is going to get into a very Gevura Dikamod, in a judgmental mode, he's going to look collectively at the entire the entirety of Jewish history, and God is going to conclude that we did not behave the way we should have. He's going to find a failing, a collective failing, and God, even though he'll, he'll be judgmental, will conclude instead of him dealing with us, let our patriarchs deal with us, because because a, a parent, a healthy parent, has rachmanus. So there has to be some sort of consequence, but God will want, that. Will, that's God's initial want, that the Avay should be the ones dealing with us in the hope that they'll be merciful with us. So God is going to come to Avram and He's going to tell Avram, these are the words, your sons, your children sinned. So Avram Avinu, at that moment in the future, will side with God. will tell God, well, if they sinned, then punish them. So God says to himself, Oy gewalt, I went to the wrong one. I'm going to go to Yaakov. Why Yaakov? Because Yaakov Avinu, since he raised 12 children, let me correct that. He raised 12 sons, side of the daughter that we know of, according to the Medrash, he had a side of Dina, another 12 daughters with the same Imois, so he had a lot of children. And the more children one have, look at this, the more Rachmanes you develop, so uh, Yaakov will be more merciful. So he tells Yaakov, Bonecha, your sons, your children, they sinned. So Yaakov will more or less tell God what Avram Avinu told God. They'll tell God, if you, if you found them at fault, then you punish them. And God is going to say, not there is no wisdom in the elders. There is no Rachmanes on the youth. The elder is Avram, the young is Yaakov. He'll go to Yitzchak. Yitzchak will go to last. Why is he going to go to Yitzchak last? He's going to go to Yitzchak last because Yitzchak is din. And he's going to tell Yitzchak, your sons sinned. And Yitzchak is going to tell God, how dare you, God, call the Jewish people my sons? They're not also your sons? When they, when they were doing what you wanted, you called them your sons, and now that you are looking at them negatively, you can, a parent can never disown a child. That's how he begins. And he goes from good to better. And ultimately, Yitzchak makes a cheshben of how much sin could we have done? How long do we, do we live? Bechlal, we live for 70 years. He quotes the verse in Tehillim. And the first 20 years don't really count because the heavenly tribunal does not judge anything that we have done in the first 20 years of our lives. Please don't share that with anyone under 20 because they're going to feel like it's Hefkerveld. But uh, that's what that's... God, the the Beisden Shalmaila only punishes people for things that they did after they were 20, if there's going to be punishment, but nothing before. So there's only 50 years of, of, of real choice. And from the 50 years, he begins the cheshbin that we spend so much time eating and so much time sleeping and so much time doing good things. He cheshbins Yitzchak Avinu to God that the most that we could have sinned from our whole life is 12 and a half years. So a small percent. Then he tells God, you created the Yitzchak Hara. It's your fault, God. He tells God that I gave too much power to Esau, which is the source for all the anti-Semitism. So I'm also at fault. So you have to assume your responsibility, he tells God, and I take my responsibility. And then he tells God, and if you want to take any, if you don't take any responsibility, I take all the responsibility for my kids. 
And you know what? I was willing to give my life to you by the Akedah, so you got it, you have to forgive me. And when we will hear Yitzchak defending us, we're going to turn to Yitzchak and we're going to tell Yitzchak that you are our father. It's during Golos, a Yid says, B'nai Yisrael. B'nai Yisrael, that means we identify with Yaakov. Many people identify with Avram, B'nai Avram. Yitzchak gets the least covet. At that moment, we're going to tell Yitzchak, you are our father. So says the Gemara that Yitzchak will look at us. He's going to motion with his hands. I can't wait to see that. And that motioning with his hands will open up our eyes. Then we'll see God and we're going to turn to God and we're going to tell God, you God are our father. So we're going to first tell Yitzchak, ki ato avinu. And then when Yitzchak will allow us to see godliness, mamish, then we're going to tell God, you are our father. So that's the story. So here's the kasha is, how ironic. Yitzchak is the midas hadin. Right? Yitzchak is the judgmental one. So Yitzchak is the one that's going to defend us. How do you make sense of that story? Of the story that's going to happen? And the answer Hasidus gives is exactly that's the point. We don't want for Avram Avinu uh, to do chesed with us in the future. We don't want for Yaakov to have Rachmanus on us. We want to be found to be found un- innocent or to be found worthy by the justice system. That's the end of the history of humanity. That Midas Hadin has to come and say that we are taka just, that we are right. That's the end of the redemption. And, and even when it comes, in other words, it's, it, there's, there's approaching God by telling God that I'm nothing and I'm unworthy and there's a place for that. I'm asking God, have Rachmanus on me. Even Moshe Rabbeinu, when he asked for himself, he asked that way. He asked, he never, he never demanded but there are certain things that the attitude has to be a din attitude, not a rachamim. Not God, have mercy, I sin, but have mercy. No. That ultimately there has to be a, a, an attitude that we tell God that we are worthy. We are worthy. After all these years of golos, we're not perfect. Yitzchak will be moida. There's a certain amount of failings that we make. But in the bigger picture, we deserve to be forgiven. And God is awaiting that moment. And that's the, again, that, that's a sheet of the Rebbe. That when it comes to Mashiach, we, there has to be a certain amount of... People don't demand, you can't demand mercy. You ask for mercy. You demand justice. And the coming of Mashiach is just. It's not Rachmanus. We're not a Nebuch case. And that is the attitude that we have to adopt better and deeper. And when we adopt that attitude, that changes everything. It changes the mind of the judge. You know? When the judge sees that the defendant is saying that I am innocent, I'm worthy, I don't deserve galus, I deserve geula. I know between human beings this is only natural, but the chiddush that we're learning in the Gemara now is the way Hasidus understands it, is that we will affect the way God looks at us. We've got to stand up for ourselves. In other words, there's something, to conclude, there's something positive from the Mishugas that's going on in the world. There's a lot of, like everything else, there's good and bad. There's some good. There's a lot of bad. But the good is, is that when there is something that's not just, people have to stand up and to say, no, 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 that the just has to happen. Justice must happen. And they have to do it without riots. And we have to daven without riots, but we have to daven with a koyach to tell God that no, enough, enough of golus. It's not just. It's not just. It cannot go on. It's not accepted anymore. And when we figure out how to do that properly, without doubt, Not tomorrow, but today will all merit the coming of Mashiach.